It's so amazing to know that God sent his word to heal us. God sent his word, and when it manifested, we saw the glory of God. God's word is the one thing that we can hold on. God's word is the one thing that stays the same. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We thank God for God's word in our life, that it can be a part of us, that it can be in our hearts. Amen. Were you in your homes right now? I want to start by greeting you in the wonderful name of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. May you hear God's voice upon my voice. May you experience God's presence in your house where you are right now. I want you to take your seat where you are there and uh, enjoy the Word of God as it ministers to you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, what can we say? In the times that we are living in right now, life doesn't just happen. It's about the choices and the situations that we find ourselves in, the decisions that you make in a time like this, where there's so many things coming against us as God's people, even as Christians, where our faith is being challenged. Family, I want to encourage you that God's Word is true, that the Jesus that we serve, He's alive. He is risen. He is in heaven right now. He is interceding and praying for every one of us. The situation that we are facing right now, even in our nation, in the world, is one that wants to grip people's hearts with fear. It's not something that's new. It's been in the Bible. It's been in this world for decades. Abraham had to make a decision to trust God, to lift up his eyes, to take that look of faith. When God said to him, you have to move. Moses, with an assignment from God to deliver God's people. Pastors with a message where we have to preach hope, the hope of salvation to people. And even Moses, as he was leading the people from Egypt into the promised land, there was a challenge. There was a Red Sea in front of them. Something that seemed impossible no way to get through it. From behind, the Egyptians came wanting to kill them. Israel, a type of the church. And God spoke to Moses. I want you to open your Bibles to the book of Exodus chapter 14. Verse 13. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid said, do not be afraid. The facts are there's Egyptians coming from behind that wants to kill you. The facts are that in front of you there's a sea, something that seems impossible. And Moses said, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. When the Bible says, do not be afraid, it's just another way of saying, have faith. I want you, wherever you are watching, turn to the person next to you, look them in the eyes and say to them, have faith. Tell them again, say, have faith. Moses said, have faith. Why? Because at that point, 
Moses' Christianity was being put to the test. Was he going to believe the word of God or was he going to look at the situation and the circumstances around him? God gave him instruction. He said, hold your peace. Keep quiet. Be still. Don't say anything. Because oftentimes when we look at the situation, the circumstances around us, we want to talk about them. Whereas we should be declaring the word of God in that situation. Family, as a Christian, I want to encourage you. Every challenge that you are facing right now, that challenge is meant for your advancement. We know what happens in the end. We know what followed. God opened up the waters for them, and they could move through. They could go through. In this time, be very careful not to rely on your human nature, but rely on your divine nature. Remember Peter found him in a situation where the one minute he had a revelation from God, he said, you are the Christ, you are the Messiah. And Jesus said to him, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven. It's that part of us when we are born again, when we are born from above, we are linked up with God. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 17 says, he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. You are one with God. His ability has become your ability. So whatever you are facing right now, lean towards the divine nature. Hear what God is saying. Is he saying, be still, I'm going to fight for you? Then be obedient to what God is saying to you. Right after that, Peter relied on his human nature. He wanted to give Jesus advice from a human point of view. And if Jesus had listened to him and taken that counsel, where would we be today? But Jesus remained focused. We are here today because God remained focused. Jesus remained focused. And he went through that time and season. Peter's heart was gripped with fear, thinking what would happen if Jesus is not here, if Jesus died? Instead of thinking what would have happened if he had not gone to the cross, we would not be here. Family, listen to me. Fear is more deceptive than Satan himself because fear changes your focus. Fear weakens your determination. Fear is the one thing that can paralyze you. When you're supposed to get up and worship God, fear can grip your heart that you say, I don't even want to get up. Fear affects your focus. This time, it's very important for us to keep our focus upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, as a Christian, you find yourself in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. You're not in the realm of defeat and failure. Whatever you are going through right now, God will use it to your advantage, to take you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Turn to the person next to you and say, do not fear. Tell them again, say, do not fear. I want you to turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Isaiah 41. The message this morning is entitled, God Will See Us Through. God Will See Us Through. Amen. What an honor and a privilege to be able to minister via the internet. So many people to join us and to be a part of this. 
Isaiah 41 verse 10. The Word of God says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Here God again gives instruction. He says, fear not. I'm the one that's going to uphold you. Whatever you are facing right now. I mean, around us, there's so many panic, fear that wants to grip people's hearts. Remember, God holds your life in his hands. Make a decision to put your trust in God, to have faith in God. The foundation that's been laid in your heart, the Word of God, it's a solid foundation. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He said, I'm going to help you 2,000 years ago, 20 years ago. He's going to help you today, and He's still going to help us in the future. God is no man that He should lie. You must make a decision this morning, where will your focus be? Remember the servant of the prophet, when he saw all the armies, the legions coming against him, fear gripped his heart because he was looking at the situation from a natural point of view. But when the man of God prayed for him and his eyes of faith were opened up, he saw that those that are for us are more than those that are against us. Let this be our prayer this morning. Pray right now where you are watching via the internet and say, Precious Father, open my eyes of faith that I will see the protection that I'm under. Family, I want to encourage you. You can know that God is for you. And when God is for you, who can be against you? We cannot ignore the threat. The threat was real. The armies were there. They were coming against them. But the truth is, those that are for us are more than those that are against us. In the Bible, there's story after story, example after example of how God helped his people, how they remained focused upon heaven, upon God, and God saw them through every time. I want to go to one of my favorite passages in the Bible, Daniel chapter 6. Here's a man that's done nothing wrong. Sometimes things that we are going through right now, you might be asking yourself why. Sometimes you've done nothing wrong. We live in a very complex world, a world where Things happen that just doesn't make sense. I mean, what's going on right now? And it can grip your heart with fear, but God wants to fill your heart with his love, with his faith, with his word. I'm just going to read verse 10. You can read the whole story. You know it where an accusation was brought in against him. And verse 10, now Daniel, when, now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home. And in his upper room, with his windows open towards Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since early days. Family, the challenge that, that he faced, lions. We are facing right now the coronavirus. 
Daniel's Christianity was being put to the test. But Daniel knew if he lost focus, the fear could grip his heart and he could lose focus. Therefore, he remained focused upon heaven. He knew that this fear could influence his determination. So he made a decision that day to pray three times. Daniel made a decision to remain in faith by continuing to pray. It's a time for us now as Christians to pray. Not desperate prayers of fear gripping our hearts, but as the custom, Daniel went on his knees and he said, thank you, Jesus. What does that mean? It means he didn't change his confession. Nothing in his heart changed about God because he was facing a challenge. As his custom, he said, thank you, Jesus. What does that mean? It means in the good times, Daniel was saying, thank you, Jesus. You are faithful. You are my Lord. You are my God. And now when he found himself in a difficult situation, he did exactly the same. He went on his knees and he said, thank you, Jesus. You are faithful. You my Lord. You my God. And he continued to bless God. He remained in an attitude of prayer. Tell me the good news is you have a friend in the Holy Spirit that helps you to pray continually. The Bible says we should pray without ceasing. How is that possible? It's your friend in the Holy Spirit that helps you to pray without ceasing. That's good news for all of us. You're not facing this on your own. You have a friend in the Holy Spirit. Whatever fear you are facing, whatever challenge you are facing, I want to encourage you, don't let fear grip your heart, but let the Word of God dominate your heart. Romans teaches us if, if God is for us, who can be against us? It says, what shall we then say? What shall we say about this whole situation that's going on all over the world? If God is for us, who can be against us? That's good news, family. That's good news for all of us. God will take you from where you are to where he wants you to be. Just think about the situation that Job found himself in. He said, blessed be the name of the Lord. Yet he found himself in a very difficult situation. This right now is a test for all Christians. It's a test of our sonship, if we are truly Christians or not. We know from the book of Job chapter 2 that his wife tried to influence him and said, why don't you just curse God and die? And if he had lost his focus, his determination, he could have done it very easily. But the Bible says in everything, Job never sinned with his mouth. Let us not start in this time to say, where is God? But let's continue to say thank you, Jesus, for your faithfulness, for your goodness. Anybody can say thank you, Jesus, when it's going well. But it takes a true man and a woman of faith to say thank you, Jesus, in the hard times. Job had that kind of an attitude that he continued to thank God and to bless God. The experiences that he went through was very real. But the Bible said he never sinned in any way with his mouth. He continued to bless God. 
and to say God is faithful. If we look at the word of God, you'll see over and over, Isaiah 43 verse 1 gives instruction again. Do not fear. Do not allow fear to grip your heart in any way. We know that God will see us through. Think about David for one minute. If he had focused upon the size of the giant, the giant would have been able to intimidate him. But he knew he found himself in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. Therefore, he could keep his solid front and declare the word of God in that situation. You've not come against me, but you've come against my God. It's not personal. God will fight for you. Like God was fighting for David, God will fight for you in this situation. Like he was fighting for Moses, he's going to fight for you in this situation. Maybe you find yourself alone and isolated. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, if they had focused upon the fiery furnace, what would have happened? But we know there was a fourth person with them in the fire. And God was the one who saw them through. Family, let me tell you something as a Christian. Your confession in this time is your attitude towards your Father in heaven. Right now is the time to know with all certainty in your heart that God is a good God. Your confession is your attitude towards God the Father. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They didn't change their confession. They said, whether our God delivers us or not, we know that he is our deliverer. We are not going to change our confession. In the good times, Jesus is good. In the hard times, Jesus is good. In the good times, Jesus is faithful. In the hard times, Jesus is faithful. We know that he is going to see us through. He said to Israel, to Moses, I will fight for you. I will fight for you. I want you to allow that word to saturate your heart. Because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and of a sound mind. He wants his love to dominate your heart. That love of God that dominates our heart, when it starts to flow over, there's no murmuring, there's no complaining in that. A heart that is full of love for God is a heart that says, thank you, Jesus. I know you're going to see me through. I know I might be smelling the breath of this, these lions in my face, but you're going to protect me. You're going to keep me. I want to encourage you, rely on your divine nature, that part that is linked up with God, not your human nature that's experiencing all these things the whole time. It's when God opens our eyes of faith, you will see what kind of protection you are under. Let me hear you pray again. Say, precious Father, open my eyes of faith so that I will see what kind of protection I'm under. Amen. Psalm 91, I know many people have been praying it, but the Bible teaches us because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. So I want to encourage you in this time, fall in love with Jesus again. 
set your love upon him as you love him, as you continue to worship him, as you continue to exalt him. He is the one that will deliver you. The Bible says he will rescue you. Rescue means a situation of desperation. But God says, I will rescue you. Even if your situation looks desperate, I'm the one that's going to help you. I'm the one that's going to see you through. Verse 15 continues to say, because he has called upon my name. I want to encourage you in this time. Call upon the name of Jesus. His name is a strong tower. His name is the one that delivers us. Every disease, every sickness, it has to bow the knee to the name of Jesus. As you meditate upon the name of Jesus, you'll see what God will do. God will see you through. He'll take you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Don't allow fear to grip your heart in any way. Focus upon the Word of God. Make some time to meditate upon the Word of God. Get the revelation that the Word became flesh. Jesus came to this earth to die for us. He's gone back to heaven. He's next to the Father interceding for you right now. But He left a friend in the Holy Spirit, the Helper, for you and for me here. David became a giant slayer because he had a friend in the Holy Spirit. Invite the Holy Spirit into your life every day. Remember, Christianity, it's not a religion. It's about a relationship. You're in a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. He is walking with you. You have a friend in the Holy Spirit that will dispose of every giant. You have a friend in the Holy Spirit that will close every lion's mouth. You have a friend in the Holy Spirit that will protect you while you're in the fiery furnace. Invite him into your life, into your heart. This foundation of Jesus Christ in your heart, when it's been established, you can build on it even when you are facing a challenge. Remember, Jesus said himself, the peace that I'm giving here is not the peace of this world. It's my peace that I've placed on the inside of you. So even as you are facing these challenges, as you are hearing corona, 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 corona all over us, let you meditate on the inside, the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. And let the name of Jesus become the stronghold here in your heart. When the stronghold is Jesus, fear cannot grip your heart. And when fear cannot grip your heart, you cannot lose your focus. The enemy through fear wants you to lose your focus and not focus on heaven anymore. But as your focus is upon heaven, looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher, the perfecter of your faith, he will see you through in whatever situation you are facing right now. He will take you from where you are to where he wants you to be. This is really just a test of your sonship. Don't doubt that you're a Christian. When you know you are born from above, lean into that divine nature, the nature of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you'll find his peace 
will start to flood your heart. When His peace and His love floods your heart, your confession will start to change. You will say, I'm walking with the Lord. Defeat and failure are things of the past. Corona is things of the past. I'm walking with the Lord. I'm linked up with God. Defeat and failure, fear and worries are things of the past. I'm linked up with God. It's a good place to say amen. I cannot hear you, but in the spirit, I know you are saying amen. So that God can fill your heart with his love. It is time to change your confession. Say, precious Father, open my eyes of faith so that I would see the protection that I'm under. Make a decision there where you are right now to change your confession right now. Where you find yourself watching right now, say, I'm saved. Jesus is my Savior. I'm healed. Jesus is my healer. I'm redeemed. Jesus is my redeemer. I'm blessed. Jesus is my provider. I'm linked up with God. Defeat and failure, fear and worries are things of the past. I'm walking with the Lord. I'm walking with the Lord. I'm walking with the Lord. Family, if you are born again, it settles the matter. Because when you are born again, you are linked up with God. When you are linked up with God, and God is with you, if God is for us, who can be against us? When you are linked up with God, the Bible teaches us in Romans 8, there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God. God loves us so much. I want to end by this and just give everybody an opportunity that where you find yourself maybe watching now via the live stream and you've heard about that you must be linked up with God, but where you find yourself right now, you're saying, I'm doubting if I'm linked up with God. Or maybe at one stage you did serve the Lord Jesus Christ, but you've wandered away. You, you want to make right with God. I want to encourage you where you are right now in your homes just to place your right hand on your heart, raise your other hand to heaven, and just pray this prayer aloud after me. Say, Precious Father, my situation is beyond human means. I need the Savior of the world to save me. Save me, Lord Jesus. Wash me with your blood, cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I confess with my mouth, and I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, that he's alive right now, making intercession for all my weaknesses. Oh, Holy Spirit, help me to live a holy life, well-pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen.